in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! The Top 10 is proud to bring you the Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of The Realist. 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 All right, you know how we do this. Uh, we have three people that we select randomly. One person suggests uh, the topic. Two people send in their lists, and then we break them down. Matt and I have not seen either one of these lists, so we're going to bring them down. We reserve, we reserve the right to compile the list at the end at where we see fit, but we won't add or take anything away. Correct, Amundo, and I thank you for stalling so I could pull up the email that has hey. their lists. It was professionally done. And, uh, you know, to join your ranks, I might just obnoxiously eat this straight oh, on air at some point. Oh, those sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches. I, I tried to, to tweet back. It's like, dude, you know what's more offensive is the fact that you didn't share with me. Yeah. You just sat, and I found this perfect gift of this dead-eyed individual just staring straight and shit's falling out of their mouth. It wouldn't load on Facebook. But then I thought, I was like, I don't need to vote. Do I need to stoke the fires? Uh, uh, very funny. Um, shout out to Chris Alexakos, Kristen Smith, Joe Ibarra, all, Clay Williams, all the people who Clay used to help us. And Mike Shea. Mike Shea, uh, people who help us compile these the lists and get them to us. And, of course, help us with all the stuff we do on the show. It's why we're able to do this extra content for you. Yeah. Alexakos does the legwork on this, and we appreciate it every single time. So, like yeah. you said, it's their list. One person creates the topic. You want to just jump right in? Yeah. Uh, so, selecting the topic is Mr. Wiley Todd. And he selected the topic, Tom, Tom, Top 10 Tom Cruise oh. movies. All right. Um, and then Alex Akos has a postscript there. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing there, so we will move on. So, do you okay. want Mr. Hall, or do you want... I, ch- uh, I chose last week. You choose this um, week. All right, go with Mr. Hall, and I'll go down to... Okay, all right. Okay. Should we start there? Go for it. All right, Matt Hall. He says, hi, guys. Thanks for letting me get involved in The Relist. Been a patron for coming on a year now and really enjoy the content you're putting out. So really happy to try and contribute to it. Was great to see you at the London show. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming. And I uh, can't wait for you guys to come back. Would be great to see you sell out the bigger venue and possibly do a double header show. Both of those are in conversation right now, Matt, just to let you know. Shout out to my friend and failure Patreon, Joseph Burt Whistle, for getting me into the show. He fully flies the flag for you guys trying to spread the pod. He's been trying to force the cinephiles on me for years. Oh, on the other one. Uh, thank you as well to Christos Alexakos for his patience with me to find a topic I could contribute to. He's a credit to yourself. Set up. However, I've only seen 11 of Tom Cruise's films, so this list is not based on his full works. Wow. For full disclosure. How is that possible? Well, it's probably a young kid. Has but to be. For full disclosure, the one I've seen that's being missed off is American Made. So any other that I haven't included in my list, you can assume I have not seen. All right. Should we go? Okay. Yeah, let's jump right in. Number 10 is Valkyrie. Is that on your list? Um, that's my number, uh, uh, yeah, eight. Okay. He says, uh, I'm a sucker for a World War II film, and it was fascinating to see this place, piece of history I was previously unaware of. Not the most obvious choice of film for Brian Singer, and the film loses its edge with the foreknowledge that the assassination attempt fails, but Tom Cruise carries his character well through the film. All right. Uh, we'll do... Roberts, Robert Haley, Babo. Babo. Uh, we'll do his preamble, so sure, to speak, sure, when sure, we sure. do my list. But for Valkyrie, he says, um, I actually don't remember this movie much, but I remember liking it a lot. Should probably revisit it soon. 
and it made number eight. Babo. Babo, one of the few people that's got a nickname on the show. Like, I, I've inadvertently seen Valkyrie a couple times yeah. since. Yeah. Just, it was on somewhere. Right. It's a weird film for so many reasons. For a lot of reasons. It's interesting that it, this is based on a historical event. Which I didn't know about until I saw a documentary on it before the film. Okay. Yeah. I knew that there were numerous attempts on his life, just yeah. like any real world leader. There's numerous attempts. Well, some of them. Uh, Most of them. Okay, fine. Most of them. But this was, I, I know, Tom Cruise is a Nazi officer. I'm like, uh, Brada, I can accept. Anybody British playing Nazi we've seen many times. Oh, yeah. But Cruise Nye, is a little weird. Uh, Bill Nye, just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can see you. As a, I buy that. Not a problem. Yeah. It's a big cast. Yeah. It's a complex plot. And Brian Singer, of all people, directing this. I mean, like, I wonder oh, if there's Singer. Yeah, I wonder if there's any bullshit with Singer on this set. Like there is on, the, like there have been on other sets. I don't even want to speculate because <laughs> only only madness that way lies. Because the first two things I thought of, I was like, I shouldn't say that aloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that was one and two. That, that chamber's got six. You know, there is no missing chamber on this Russian roulette wheel. So. It's, it's what oh, I choose not to play. All right. Play. Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> Number nine, War of the Worlds. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Not on the list. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Matt says, not one of his most popular films, but saw this in the cinema as an 11-year-old. Oh, yeah. And it really stuck with me. The tension from the constant threat throughout the film had me constantly on edge, and the way Spielberg depicted a stressed population screwing each other over for survival is frighteningly realistic. Agreed. Um, have you ever heard the theory about it that when he goes in the room with Tim Robbins, he dies? Because no. everything goes his way thereafter. Interesting. I Trust me, I had never heard that until years of having seen it like right, more than right, once. Right, right. Because the pivot at the end is, you know, bacteria, no, I'm not fucking buying that yeah. shit at all. Uh, that's not. the story in the book. Uh, so they just, I, I, here's what I'll say. They, just because they adhered to the book doesn't necessarily mean it was a right decision. Exactly. So I can understand that. People were less educated as to what that actually meant. So yeah. it seemed plausible. Like, oh, yeah, because we're just discovering this. Yeah. You know, when this book comes out, I don't believe there's Good penicillin. Points. I don't mm. believe there's like a few things that we take for granted now. Right. Jonas Salk isn't alive. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood diseases are killing off a ton of people. So yeah. it makes sense. You go bacteria and people are like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. The specter of bacteria. It's like viruses. Like, what is what? What an organism that splits, but you, you see it as an adult. It's like, that just doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Well, I still think you could make the argument even back then going, well, duh. How could they not know that we had bacteria True. on the earth? <laughs> oh, and it's if still you works. travel interstellarly, yeah. You, if, you've had to deal with the vacuum of space. You can deal with the bacteria. You just send a recon mission out first well, to exactly. see how they react. Already to it? tested the soil, but yeah. plus they're below the surface for how many years? Yeah, true. So they're already interacting with right. some of it. Right. So what, what they had shields up underneath the ground, and as soon as they get up, they go shields down, guys. We got this. <laughs> We're so good to the, go. We, we are dunking on these people left and right. Suck it, humans. See, you already had a fail-safe for this because you got here. Right. Right, exactly. You did. Just getting here. Getting here, you had to have that fail-safe. There was bacteria and germs and all that shit on wherever you came from and wherever you've been. How do you not test, like, just go a little... That that doesn't doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. But it's a fun movie. I love the hell out of this movie. The ending, yes. I agree with you, Matt, about the ending, but, like, everything around is great. I hadn't heard that theory before. That's cool. That theory, at least maybe in his dying gas, he's like, bacteria, bacteria. (laughs) It's him slipping off into oblivion. (laughs) His face melts off. Uh All right. uh, Number eight is uh, Tropic Thunder. Uh, It's a slight punt. Okay. Go ahead. A very slight punt. 
Um, so, Mr. Haley says, hello, Matt and John. As always, very proud to be a patron and to participate in the relist. I was going to make some snarky comments about this being the fourth time you guys are discussing Tom Cruise, but you probably already did. Actually, I had the thought, but yeah. uh, I haven't seen He's a couple a of his, He is a superstar. Yeah. I haven't seen a couple of his most famous, but I like my list overall, and I limited myself to just one Mission Impossible movie to, movie to make way for a wide selection. Yeah, I probably would have done the same. Also, spoiler alert, uh, fuck Jerry Maguire. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it just comes out. I hate that movie, and I want it to be known that I intentionally omitted it, not that I haven't seen it. Well, let's see if it comes up on yours. Yeah. Uh, Ten is uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, let us see what we have, Eyes Wide Shut, if we have it on our list at all. That's a negative, Red Dog. All right. Mr. Haley says, a truly weird movie that isn't really for me. And still made number 10. Maybe you squeeze in a second Mission Impossible. <laughs> I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is what you got to say. But Tom gives a great performance, so I had to include it. Um, I don't know that I've ever sat down to re-watch it fully again. Okay. I've seen chunks of it since. I saw it the one time in the theater and left out, walked out going, eh, what? Well, hold on. What? Yeah. Because Kubrick, you're just looking for all this hidden yeah. allegorical metaphorical meaning and what does this represent and you have to ask the questions this just seems like a weird sex jaunt a psychological yeah between the two I just think he's miscast I think he's miscast I think he's doing the best he can do like like a va- interview with the vampire like a lot of people love interview with the, a lot of people defend interview with the vampire it's a good movie but there's a better person to have played the Tom Cruise role. Oh, he hams he, it. He did a great job. He fully hams it. He's the yeah. only one. Yeah. But there would have been a better person to play it. And even Benderis, I think, would have been a better choice at that time in his career. He's in the movie. He but is. seeing his version of Lestat Much would have smaller. been incredible. Yeah. 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 When they go to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. With this old world vampire. We've been around the block. Like your nouveau riche. Right. Right. We're actually riche. Those are new teeth. These teeth have been around for a while. Precisely. Loop fangs. And this is what he was trying to escape because we all recognize that he was a poser. Yeah. (laughs) Straight poser. That dude does not have the goods. Uh, So nine for him is American Made, which is not on that list. No, no, no. And (laughs) he starts with, not a great film, (laughs) but the role is perfect for Tom. The only way it would have been better is if he had had come to it 15 years earlier. Hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah. I guess because his wife is—he's got like what two kids in it. Yeah, yeah. And his wife's—you know—she looks fifteen, twenty years younger. Yep, yep. Don't disagree with that. But I guess he's trying to pass off I'm early forties as opposed to in my fifties. Yeah. Know, type of late thirties, early forties. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's way too young. She looks like his. She looks like his like not even his oldest daughter. She looks like his youngest daughter. That's how old he looks in comparison to her. The only the only problem with making someone a little bit more age appropriate is then the kids look too young for her. Right. <coughs> that's true. well. That's why you don't. Never mind. That's why. Yeah. But he's great in the film. He is, as it, opposed to the Mummy, which was terrible. It's the conundrum of having a fifty some odd year old actor that still yeah wants to pass for thirty eight. <sighs> Tommy was showing the wrinkles in the last Mission Impossible. Tommy was showing them. You're just like, okay, I'm. I'm I have to accept that the man is coming to the end. It's fucking mind blowing. Oh yeah, heartbreaking. Uh, American made to me is more symptomatic of that. Okay. Yeah, you can see it, right? He's he, struggling. He, he just well, he just looks old. Yeah, he does. He and really there's nothing does. wrong with that, Tom. I'm not saying you're <laughs> right. It's not a bad it's thing. Okay. Is is we all get old. Eccentric a personality as you seem to have. Mm. I have thoroughly enjoyed your work. 
for a long, long time yeah. and on numerous different levels. I wish, just as John does, you'd go back to collateral. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get to that uh, on these lists. I haven't scanned upward. Okay. Uh, so that was his nine. All right. Eight was Valkyrie. Yeah. Seven was the punt from you, Tropic Thunder. Um, okay, so we're jumping in. Okay. Yeah, might as well. Okay, well, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> okay. I fell back into the rhythm of our show. What's your seven? Seven is a uh, uh, Mission Impossible. Just the first the one? The first one, yeah. What do you want to do? Because that's, I mean, technically a punt, but not technically a punt. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Is it in the top five? It's not that specific one. Oh, you know, because he's got another one on here that's okay. a different Mission Impossible. Go so, on. All right, so he says, full respect to the film that launched a franchise to compete with, but not defeat, James Bond. It has set the guidelines of modern spy blockbusters and has been parodied so many times you don't even need to have seen it to know its twists and catchphrases, which may be the reason it's never motivated me, motivated me to watch the full series. You're fucking missing out, Matt, because actually this is not the best one of the series. Certainly, start no. at three and go to the end. Those are better installments than one and two. Uh, that's what I would say. So the last two, I mean, for me as an average moviegoer who's never really been connected, the book Fallout was that was the last one. Right? Yeah, last one. Um, that was my favorite of the series. Yeah, I loved Fallout. It's not saying much though, because I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's never imperiled to me. It's come up on the show before. He's yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise, yeah. so it's kind of hard to buy a franchise from him. Whereas one-offs, I guess I'm more believing of it. You're more, you like those more. Okay. I think by and large, I you know, Ghost Protocol was good. Are you turned off by franchises? Are there franchises that you actually do like? Yeah. Which sure. ones? Uh, I mean, mm. practically any franchise. Really? By and large. Do you like the Terminator franchise? Um, moments. The Aliens franchise? So much, Well, I like the idea behind it so much so that I told you it came up on a, a Topic Thunder. Mm. I wish Scott would go back and do Prometheus because I think there are moments of Prometheus where, where to me it's exactly what – it's like seeing the inside of your mind when it comes to this. That's impressive. I don't disagree with you. And there are other times it's just like, this is muddying the waters. I don't care for these characters. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. storyline to me is dragging it down. Oh, here comes Fassbender as David. That is creepy as shit. Let's spend more time like the... David. <laughs> instead, you know, cast a, a, an age-appropriate actor as opposed yeah. to putting Guy Pearce in makeup. Yeah, even yeah. though I love Guy Pearce. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Not well, on this list. This Mission Impossible film, it's, it's a good film. It's a good beginning. But honestly... You could skip this film and jump to three, four, five, uh, and enjoy the hell out of them. Uh, all right, his number six is The Last Samurai. Not on my list. Oh, that's a shame. I fucking love this movie. Uh, I find Japanese history slash culture fascinating, so it was great to see an unknown part of their history portrayed. Well, full respect to Tom Cruise for at the height of his power, taking on a role that could potentially potentially blow up in his face if not handled right culturally. Well, that's a nice uh, word there, Matt. But also received backlash in the States with its subject matter of a traditional people rebelling against the industrialization of their country. Great performance from Tom Cruise and complimented brilliantly by Ken Watanabe. That's for sure. That's the thing. I I understand the complaint about this film. You know, the white savior. Not enough white people in it. No. For a movie set in (laughs) Japan as they're moving from the feudal state they were in before to a more modern yeah, age. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the historical, I was an accurate part of it, the historical uh, that, look, illusion that makes sense. But that is the bleed over from, there's a shred of truth, and I'm, yes. I'm sure in that, so our Civil War was the, basically, one of the bigger ones right before full-on World War One breaks yeah, out. Yep. So... Generals, tacticians, and whatnot visited that war and studied it and whatnot, yep. what machine gun fire can do and everything like that. So it would make sense that they would have then, just like we have today, guys that have been in wars, go out and they contract around the world. Yeah. 
and this is just an early version of it. So I could see maybe Japan as they're trying to modernize. They bring in to learn formations yeah. and how to drum and how to like platoon guys and stuff like that. If you bring in somebody that's done it, yeah, uh, it's totally plausible. Um, I agree. Yeah, it is just it's one of those. It's like. Uh, I've said about the impossible before that big tsunami movie. Mm-hmm. It's like let's focus on the English family that just happens to be here instead of the indigenous population that is going to. This is way hey, they uh, knew what they were getting into by being born there. Hey, true, <laughs> but this is going to destroy their culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, their, yeah. Their, their township. There could you know it's way more detrimental. Well, I think the reason Last Samurai works for me is because the film is populated by incredible Japanese actors. Uh, and it's beautiful. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, and it's also beautiful. Absolutely, uh, Edward Zwick did a fantastic job. That he did Glory. He brought so much. Majesty um, and uh, reverence for the Japanese culture, for the samurai, for this time in the history of Japan that I really enjoyed. And you have the 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 uh, journey that Nathan Algren is on, which is his character, the PTSD that he's suffering with because he was a soldier who was commanded to kill Native American women and children and men, uh, uh, you know, uh, almost against his will. But he had to do his job, and he's haunted by it. So, what's his journey to his? Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? His uh, redemption. And then you have Watanabe's journey as well, which is totally. fucking so poetic. So it's just – I love the film to pieces. I get the complaints, but it's never going to take away my love for the film. All right. Yeah, no, I, I'm a fan. The I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just trying to appreciate it for what it is. Exactly. Exactly. The only thing that kills me about it is Tom Cruise's uh, hair is just too good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the perfect kind of must up awful. It's like, mm that's a good shampoo. Made it to look like it's thirty. He's got some great hair in this. He does. This is <laughs> a plus Tom Cruise hair. That's true. Very true. Uh, so by seven, yeah, then, is Tropic Thunder. We got to it. We got to it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so what did he say? Uh, although a terrific film, it can't go and uh, it can't go any higher on the list due to Tom Cruise's smaller role. It's great to see him willing to make a joke of himself and take on a role so unfamiliar from the classic Cruise roles, but he fully embraces it and pulls out a very entertaining performance. I agree. Uh, yes, Mr. Haley says the cameo is what makes the movie. Oh yeah, Tom really goes for it, and it's so different than his usual fare. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like the. So I've heard later on, but I heard him talk about it in an interview. Who is it? Olivier, that you start with the shoes. Yeah. And you build the character up from there. Cruz literally came in and said, I want his hands to look like this. <laughs> and he just had a vision of what? I believe that's the first thing he came in. Just like, I visualized these big, meaty, yeah. sweaty sausage paws. <laughs> you know, like, I appreciate that about it. With those massive forearms. Yeah. yeah. He just He came in with a distinct character idea. That's all him. This is all his choices. <sighs> People would have followed, like, if, if, if you could have created, what's his name with the Les Grossman? I think his name is. If you could have created a Les Grossman-like Twitter account or Instagram account, the thing would have hundreds of thousands of followers, if not millions. And if you consistently made very funny uh, uh, videos of him reacting to shit going on in the world of entertainment, oh my God, you'd make money, hand over fist. Yeah, but you really can't dish on actual, theirs is fictitious. Right, but it feels real, right? This idea of the G5. Exactly, but now you want him to, that's one thing for Tom Cruise to do it to a fictitious world. It's right. another to show up once or twice a month to make fun of the real world because he has to work with these people. 
He right. wants all no, the no. jobs. I'm saying you wouldn't use Tom Cruise. You'd use somebody who could who would do an imitation of Les Grossman and hopefully be just See, as good. I would I would rather it be his funnier die, and he just checks oh, in. Oh yeah, and he's talking shit about fake. Like he cuts, there's clips that cut too, yeah. and it's just like this, and then oh my god! He did an MTV Video Awards segment for it as Les Grossman that is hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, that I, I wish you. that I could fully see because yeah. then it's just like Tom, just wig out. It's just going to be you. Yeah, we'll intersplice. Maybe we'll bring in somebody every once and again. Yeah, but it's going to take ten minutes. But you got to put on all this prosthetics. That does suck. Uh, that's true. The prosthetics probably takes a lot of time. Uh, what does he say about it? Nothing. Uh, I already told you what okay, you said. Okay, okay. All right. So then what's your number six? Six is Top Gun. That's a slight punt. Okay. All right. What, what do you got at five? Uh, minority Report. Uh, that is a punt. Wow, okay. That was your five? Yeah. My five is A Few Good Men. And not on this list. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. One he hasn't seen, I guess. Yeah, perhaps not. All right. Mr. Haley says, everyone points to Nicholson, and then parenthetically, and his role is great, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But it takes two to tango. The way the two play off each other really sells the disdain they have for each other. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Cruz is great because you also need his kind of <sighs> earnestness on yeah. some level. Yeah, sure. And his blind belief in what he's doing is right. Yeah. And Nicholson is more so saying, I live in the real world, not your fictitious black and white. Yeah. My shit's gray. Yep. It's muddy as fuck. <laughs> so good luck to you. That's what the you need me on that wall. There's, there's no clear-cut answer always. Yeah. There just isn't. If you do that job or any job with that much stakes for long enough, eventually there will come a time that a decision has to be made that there is no right fucking decision. Yeah. Just letter of the law is this. I am doing this. Um, it is a back and forth, a tete-a-tete. Nicholson does steal the scenes, but it's impossible when he's allowed to just go that far. Oh, he's so great. Uh, but he's it's a so damn good great. movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's your number... That was my Cinco. Okay. Uh, five here is Marner. We said that. All right. So four. Wait. We're doing my. Oh, yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. That's the punt from earlier. Oh, that's the punt from earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he got? Uh, iconic crew is a testosterone explosion that is more like an expensive advert for the Air Force than a film. Uh, they were in the Navy. But yeah. it provides great sequences and cemented Tom Cruise's Hollywood status. Arguably one of his most rewatchable films. Fuck yes. And I feel like we've all wanted to have a Top Gun worthy nickname in our lives. Very true. Mine's the outlaw. Suck it. <laughs> wow is is this a childhood dream realized on some level I it guess, may be some stupid as a fan of wrestling and as a fan of like this it might be i think it works it's in it the tracks. back of the head well, of course it tracks good for you good for, good you. for you your subconscious your id or whatever it is manifested itself <laughs> the high of that. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. You get to be the outlaw. I'm following my dreams, To man. A, a wide swath of individuals. <laughs> Follow them dreams, man. Yeah, man. Today's your birthday. Live it up, birthday boy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. He's turning 39, folks. <laughs> 39. I wish. On the precipice of 40. Though, to be honest with you, I'm happy at the age I'm at because, like, I'm happy with the things I've accomplished over the last four or five years, man. So I'm, I have no complaints. I would not want to go back to 39. That was a tough time. So I'm happy. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Um, all right. And then Robert says uh, for Top Gun, probably lower than most would have it, but it's not a movie that really resonates with me. Oof. Tom's charisma and confidence are off the charts, though. Yes. And to uh, Matt's point earlier, naval uh, recruitment yeah. went up. I mean, so much after this. Or enlistment, insane. rather. Yeah. 
So that's why now you get Transformers movies that can shoot on aircraft carriers and stuff like that because it's just an advertisement. Anything Michael Bay does is an advertisement for the Army, and they're 100% on board. How dare you? I believe to the public on some level they debuted the Osprey in a Transformers movie. Did they really? I, on some level. That was like the rolling out of here Fuck. is billions upon billions of dollars, and it was one of the first times the, the U.S. public got to see it. Shit, that feels right. I, I believe when it came out, because yeah. in my head, I, I was following that story for years. I think you're right. Just governmental largesse, and then sometimes it makes sense, like, why you need an ashtray on a submarine that only breaks into three pieces, and be like, well, because if there's an explosion, you don't want shards of glass everywhere. Right, right, good That's points. why an ashtray only fucking ruptures into a couple massive pieces. That's why it costs so much, or we use specific pens in space. Like, yeah, you can use pencils like the Soviets did. You're right. But then you have to worry about shavings and graphite and lead or whatever the case is mm-hmm. floating around in the vacuum of fucking space that goes into your air filters and shit. <laughs> Let's work on a pen. Let's just work on a pen. Let's like work on something that's not turning into a fire hazard <laughs> in an oxygen-rich environment that is in the vacuum of space. That makes sense. It does. But anyway, guys, I digress. Let's move on. <laughs> My four is Mission Impossible 3. Oh, nice. Uh, that is not on this list. Uh, not right. that Mission Impossible. He writes, uh, this is my favorite of the series. And parenthetically, it's close between this and four. This is the first time I felt like Cruz had something to lose with Michelle Moynihan. So the stakes yeah. were higher. And mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the ve- best villain the series has ever had. The moment he is pulled back into the plane and coldly reveals that he know, now knows Ethan's name is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is incredible in this movie. What He's one of the best villains you'll ever see. Uh, and it's so... An, an unusual kind of villain because he isn't like, <laughs> it's so like, this is just going to happen. Like, I don't know why you're doing this. The inevitable of what I'm going to do to oh, you. Yeah, I've is, already thought through every yeah, step. Every step. Like, wh- why are you wasting your time? I'm going to win. Like, just die already. Just accept it and die. That's like a comic book villain. Yeah. Well, yeah. In that, but like without the hubris. Like, that's the thing that's so great about it. It's just so matter of fact to him that there is no hubris. It just, just all tracks. <laughs> what, what was the, the super uh, man villain that was the super brain. Oh, Brainiac. Brainiac. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was something just straight on the nose. Right. It works, it works though. Brainiac, I like it. Yeah, it's Brainiac, of course. Yeah. That's the way it's it goes. It's simple. It's to the point. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. It. Sometimes it's way too much, and then other times it's like, simple was way better. Brainiac, all right. I know he doesn't <laughs> have the bronze, whatever you set up the care. What version are you going to do now? Right. Perfect. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I For Superman, that's a great villain. Yeah. It was one of my favorites of his. Agreed. Uh, all right, so he, that was his four. What's your three? All right, uh, his three is collateral. That is a punt. Okay. All right, what's your three? Three is Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, that is a punt. Okay. Yeah. To your Mission, oh. Uh, oh. The number two is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Not on your list. So uh, he said, as I said before, I haven't watched the rest of the franchise, but. This is a fantastic film in its own right. The film is slightly predictable, but well-handled story twists, great action pieces, and Tom Cruise's commitment to doing his own stunts allows for much longer unbroken shots as the action kicks off, keeping you in the moment and ramping up the tension. How long do you think he's going to do these stunts? Not much longer. I, I, don't, I don't think he can. Because, right? I believe Ford could do it. For a long time, although now Cruz is getting into that Ford, you know, Ford eventually got too old. Yes. Yeah, but couldn't he just do the Liam Neeson? Who? Tom. He won't. He could. 
I'm just saying, the problem as, is he won't. As he gets older, just works on that more and continues. Continues to be able to do. I think he's smart enough to realize I can't be running like this in every movie. Yeah, I just can't. No, I agree. My body, so I just got to go slowly weaves that into. He's a veteran player. Yeah, he adds that tool's toolbox. Yeah, so he's got something else going forward. Yeah, I guess so. I just think I just think overall he's not going to be able to do it because it's just going to take too much out of him. And if he gets injured again, it takes more time away from the production of the film, and so people go. Uh, lose jobs, lose days, lose money, lose work because he's on the fucking injured reserve because he wanted to jump a building and broke his fucking ankle because he won't let somebody else do stunts. Yeah. I think that's the massive part of it Go all. Go talk to Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there are ways. I think he's too smart for this. He's thought this career out. Yes. It's like 10 steps from now. Yeah, you, Jackie Chan has. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I'm saying Tom. Oh, you think Tom started out? Hell yes. With the, the situation he's been in? Dude, he sat down with the... You know, once he got rid of the thetans in his body, <laughs> he dialed in with this life and he is 20 steps ahead. <laughs> He's Philip Seymour Hoffman with a smile on his face. That is great. I like that idea. I like that connection. <laughs> uh, all right. Where are we at? That was your, what, three? Yes. Oh, no, that was your two. Yeah, two. So my two is the punt from earlier, Minority Report. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, what, I, Robert on. says, uh, absolutely excellent movie with great performances from Cruz and Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. A very ra- underrated Spielberg film. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Matt says, interesting style choice for a Spielberg film, but like the best dystopian future films, they contain a believable prediction of our future. And we're probably not far off from people being arrested for crimes they haven't even thought of doing yet. It opens up a really intriguing black mirror-ish world with some good twists and turns, but does falter in the final 20 to 30 minutes. This Matt Matt Hall guy, I kind of like this Matt Hall guy. I like his assessment of these films. And you know what's great? He uses punctuation correctly, and these are complete sentences. <laughs> so I and I like how he's laying out his thoughts. Matt Hall, I would enjoy having a conversation with you about film sometime. This is I like his point of view. I like his approach to this. I rarely give the handshake. Like the British Bacon Show, I rarely give the handshake. Oh, this is you as this Paul. This is Paul Hollywood giving him the handshake. Matt Hall, you. We you just need to graft handshake. my beard onto your face, <laughs> and they'll paint both of them white, and you're good to go. Can I tell you? I just got into the show. It's good. Three weeks ago, uh, Lindley was watching, and I made it's her good. go back and watch all seven seasons with me. It's the thing is, I like crack. I miss the old hosts. Yeah, she says that too. She likes the old hosts. They're better. Yep, they just are better. Their stupidity seemed more honest, whereas this just like okay. We need a charade for act one, two, yeah, and three, yeah. and then we need the interstitial stuff where for some reason, even though lobsters have nothing to do with what they're doing, they're, they're wearing like lobster stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And three times this season, he's put her into a bag and then like thrown the bag. You know, oh, like, right. The gag didn't work the first time. We're going to go back to this well. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. I missed the two. The Lawrence of Arabia. But it was a split with the production. So the producers and Paul moved off and right. this is theirs and then BBC and whatever else stayed. It yeah. was a fight between the two of them. They're doing their own thing. Yeah. Well, Paul's no uh, no squeaky clean guy either. Dude, his name's fucking Paul Hollywood. <laughs> no, right. Uh, the artifice of this is so fucking weak. What's, what's in your past, man? Oh, yeah, right, true. Who were you before? Well, he cheated on his wife while he was doing the show, so... With one of the ho- the American hosts, and I was like the American host. You you peasant, you'd step down to have uh, to cheat on your what wife. What are you talking about? He upgraded. Host. Ah, that's your that's your uh, thing. USA. <laughs> you if you're going to be an America. adulterer, yeah. you choose an American. <laughs> you choose America. 
Uh, anyway, all right, where are we? You are one. Oh, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it gets the top spot for me as the most rewatchable of his films. Not the most original ideas. It's basically a mashup of Starship Troopers and Groundhog Day. <laughs> this guy, man, I like him. But it learns from the mistakes made by other films of this concept and pulls out a gripping, action-packed, and entertaining experience. Tom Cruise. Was it? Was it? Go ahead. Right, Tom Cruise pulls out a great character journey starting as a coward, reliving his nightmare of war repetitively, then progresses into almost bored as he loses touch with the danger and starts to have fun with the situation. Finally turning into a full-fledged hero, willing to sacrifice himself to save the world. Excuse me. Emily Bunt is also great and full credit to the writers for going off stereotype and portraying her as a soldier first and less of a love interest. Never willing to sacrifice the mission for the man. Also has some top notch deaths. Hell yes. I would agree. Bob says, uh, what can I say that hasn't been said? Awesome sci-fi action flick and seeing Cruz in the non-hero role is fun. Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of it with him and Brendan uh, Gleeson. Oh. Just just awesome. Yeah. As he's just, you know, I don't have to. Yeah, I don't do this. <laughs> Not taking it yeah. one way or the other. I love it. Uh, it's such a good movie, man. See, I, I'm not a Starship Troopers fan. I don't like Starship Troopers. So the, yes, it is a combo of those two. That's what I was going to interject mm-hmm. with. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to at this point. Groundhog Day, for sure. But I'm amazed at people who try to pitch Starship Troopers to me as some kind of layered, complex, intelligent film. No, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I, I understand everything that you're pointing out. It still sucks. And the point it's making has been made in multiple other exactly. movies. And you're only saying it's great because it's Verhoeven and you didn't expect him to make this kind of grand statement about society and war. Well, he's also asking, if you're making that type of movie, you need to, to basically cast actors that could give you more depth. And it's nothing against them. All these people were young and new and it was yeah. a, a lower budget. Look, I don't disagree with you, man. It still doesn't Neil work. Neil Patrick out. Harris was like, had the most acting experience and yeah. he's got one of the smallest roles because they couldn't afford to have, have him on set longer. Yeah. So the budget on this was so razor thin, it's right. my guess, because it's all going to CGI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, and watching it, just like, man, these are some wooden fucking performances from people I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. They could have easily gone on yeah. and worked a shit ton of them. Some of them did. Uh, it's just asking a lot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and some of these, uh, yeah, and the actors like, look, MPH, all kudos to him for being on uh, So I Married Your Mom, whatever it's called. Um, but everybody else in the film really didn't go. I mean, D- come on, Denise Rich. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, Jake Busey. We're not talking about these, like, yeah. you know, award-winning actors. The one dude who, this is the only movie I can think of that's his, that he was the lead. Yeah. He was in other stuff, and if you went, oh, he was in that. You remember that? It was about this, this, and this. Oh, you like, mean oh, yeah. the Casper Van Dien? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know the name. Nice guy. It. Incredibly nice. He works with Screen Junkies all the time. Very nice guy. But, you know, no one's winning an Oscar here. No. Maybe later on, if they had <laughs> no. cast as an old, I don't know, maybe they got the chops later. I have no idea. Okay. Fair enough. But the cast, by and large, is like, don't remember you. <laughs> don't know you. Don't, don't know you. you. Uh, <laughs> Richards, I knew going into it. Yeah, of course. And that wasn't a good sign because it's not, not like I knew her for acting prowess. It wasn't. At that moment. Right, right. All right, let's put this list together. Thank you uh, to well, Max. Well, we got my number and one. Oh, you, I'm sorry, your number one. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Which is the point from earlier, Collateral. Okay. And he just writes, this movie kicks ass. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> I, I won't deny you, know you that. Bob O yeah, coming Bob, in. Hey, you know, as, as, as layered and uh, textured as Matt is with his uh, responses, I got to appreciate Bob's brevity. And to the point. You uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you turned a compliment for him into a shot against me. What? No, I don't mean you. Dude, that's expert fucking sniper shit. Uh, Matt right Hall there. is what I'm talking about. Matt Hall. Not you, Matt. Mm, that was a headshot. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Can I you didn't see it coming. I was the third man on the match. I was an idiot. <laughs> 
Uh, he says, great character over Tom Cruise uses his natural charm, chilling effect, showing off his acting range. The relationship of a hitman dragging an everyman cab driver into his world of crime beautifully reflects the actors. Uh, with Hollywood heavyweight Cruise partnered up with relative new boy Fox, but Fox pulls out an equally strong performance, which brought him back to the mainstream. I agree. Uh, all right, let's put this thing together. Yeah, he doesn't get Ray if he didn't do Collateral before. Right. Um, all right, so Collateral is where? Three. Oh, shit. Edge of Tomorrow was three. I would say Collateral. Oh, it's over Edge of Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Edge of Tomorrow is one on this list. I know. It's a one three one three. Oh, it is both. Yeah, so we choose. I'd say Collateral. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll take that. It's, it's nothing against Edge of Tomorrow. I just We both wish he would do more Collateral. Yeah, agreed. Because... Now you see the fucking Mission Impossible. If he's on the flip side, you're like, you're really good at that. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true. You. Good point. Uh, uh, right, I have Fallout next. What do you have next at two? Don't have it. I've got Minority Report at two. Uh, okay, Minority Report is five here. Where's your Top Gun? Six. Ooh. So two, five. To- I, guess that's, I guess Minority Report gets at the And then the Top Gun? Yeah. That seems close to right to me. Mm-hmm. And then we have your next highest is what? Mission Impossible Fallout at number two. Would you want to do okay, so we got to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. And I've got Mission Impossible three next. When mm-hmm. you've got another Mission Impossible on top of that. Would, yeah, I don't think it's gonna make the list. Yeah. Uh Fallout was your what, I'm sorry? Uh two. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. All right. Um I got Mission Impossible 3 at number 4, A Few Good Men at 5. Okay. We both have Tropic Thunder. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, I have Tropic at number 8. I got it at 7. We okay. only have – we got 6 down. Last okay. Samurai is 6 for me. Yeah, but I got my 4 and 5. Okay. So what? We're putting Mission Impossible Fallout now? Yeah, I already put it down. Okay. So that's the number 5. So what do you – My uh, next highest is Mission Impossible 3. Which is? 4. Yeah, put it in. The way we do it. And then Tropic Thunder next. Yeah. Well, then in common we have Valkyrie, and that's it, right? Uh, Last Samurai we have already no. in there? No, well, no, no, we no don't. I'm saying in common. Valkyrie to make sure. and Tropic Thunder are the only two we have left that are in common, I think. We have three spots left. Okay. I have my number five, A Few Good Men. Okay. We have the Valkyrie in common, and what's your next highest? Do we have Edge, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Collateral, Top Gun, Minority Report, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, then the next highest for me is six, Last Samurai. Okay, well, then it would probably go uh, Valkyrie, since we have it in common. Okay. And then I've got a few good men at five. That beat you there. Okay. And then Last Samurai. Gets the last spot. Samurai. Great score, yeah, by the had, way. Had Tom Cruise done that for the entire movie, <laughs> then I'd have a problem with rewatching it. My name is Nathan Algren. He'd have been, he'd have been kicked off that film. Squeeze the trigger. Do not pull. Do not pull. He's got uh, the kick. We're gonna, we say that respectfully, by the way. These accents were just playing around. No, no offense meant. Look, if you didn't understand that we, that was terrible then they're going to attack anyway, no matter if we give an explanation. Right. I just have to make sure. People get sensitive nowadays. Well, uh, John, why, why? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> all good for we can, we can do. I can do this? What? How's that different? I just I Sometimes I bring it. Well, because I'm white. I got family from the South. Technically, I was born in the South, lived a good chunk of my life there. 
Guy, I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. We've done bad uh, New York. We have. We really We've have. We've done yeah, bad we this. We've done bad everything else. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right. I We've done it. bad French. We've done bad Italian. Bad Italian. Yeah. All right. So we can do bad Japanese, I guess, without meaning offense. Um, all right. Well, that's the relist. Let's count it down. Uh, we'll compile this. Uh, I mean, like, we'll count down our final list here. What, what, uh, I'll do the banging, I guess. Go for it. Yeah. At number 10. The Last Samurai. At number 9. A Few Good Men. At number eight, Valkyrie. At number seven, Tropic Thunder. At number six, Mission Impossible 3. At number five, Mission Impossible Fallout. At number four, Top Gun. At number three, Minority Report. At number two, Edge of Tomorrow. And our number one Tom Cruise film on this relist is Collateral. Collateral, not to be confused with Collider. A shout out to uh, Matt Hall and... Uh, Babo Haley and uh, uh, Wiley Todd. Wiley Todd. Uh, thanks to all three of you and for Alex Zakos for helping us uh, organize all this madness. And to Mr. Matt Hasso and Kristen Smith, Mike Shea, and the one and only Joe Ibarra. All of your help actually means the world to us. We wouldn't be able to deliver all the stuff that we do without all of you uh, listening out there and supporting us at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. Yeah. And if you just want to join the discussion, there's the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show all spelled out. Or find us on Twitter, me at Matt Nost, M-A-T-T-K-N-O-S-T. Me at the Roca says. And that is it this week for The Relist. Relist.